0: I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Labor Day has come and gone, and with it, we hope the last of 100 plus degree temps common during the month of August here in Texas. With clouds and rain in our forecast over the next few days, the Hubs and I are giving thanks and praise to the Lord for weathering the heat with our little family members one more summer. Goal accomplished. Welcome, my friends, to this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I have a few personal updates before we dive into all things goals today. Our newest family member, Tanner James, is approaching his six-week birthday already. Between his Gigi and I, he spent a lot of his first five weeks in our arms and on our laps. I may have built up some new muscles from frequent sessions with him bouncing on an exercise ball to distract, entertain, or soothe the little guy. He is a little love bug and already has cornered one more area of our hearts. His big bro, Jacob, has begun kindergarten. Can you believe it? Virtual kinder, that is. My heart and my prayers go out to all of you with kids or grandkids who are navigating school virtually. Having a backseat to all the activities surrounding this, all I can say His hat's off to the moms and the dads and the kids and the teachers who are participating in this learning adventure. It's a new world, y'all. Meanwhile, little brother Luke is joyfully embracing the newest boy on the block while maintaining his ground with big bro Jacob. It took him a while, but he has started approaching baby Tanner with sweet little kisses and hugs, even helping out with feeding him his emergency bottle every now and then. Luke is so cute with him. He melts my heart every time he says in his squeaky little voice, he's so tiny. So cute. I love imagining these little guys as the three men they will grow into and the fast and firm friendship they will enjoy throughout their lives. At least that's what we're praying for. And then there's Molly, Miss Tippy Toes and Rainbows. That girl lights up like a candle whenever she sees baby Tanner, and boy, oh boy, the big emotions she displays if she is prevented from full access to him. We had, as a matter of fact, one of our first major meltdowns when his, uh, her mom prevented her from some Tanner time, and uh, suffice it to say, Papa could not even handle that, so My little group of grands continues to delight and deliver on the love quotient here in Ludekeville. That's a lot of L's. By the way, to keep these little people entertained, we've tried, get ready, bikes, strollers, skateboards, parks, pools, slides, swings, water balloons, forts, cards, puzzles, books, hide-and-seek, magnetiles, yard work, oh yeah, gecko hunting, dirt pile digging, race cars, let's pretend we're baby tigers, Disney movies, Sesame Street, and a few others. But by far the most novel and the most uh, fun for both kids and adults was the water balloon bash. 300 water balloons filled and sealed within just a minute or two, were tons of fun. I don't get one thing for saying this, but I highly, highly recommend the Bunch O Balloons, which you can find on Amazon for uh, about $20. Uh, Actually, Gigi, Tanner's other grandma, turned me on to this idea, and it was so worth it. Giggles galore, y'all. It's a a really neat contraption, I just have to say. It makes uh, the whole tying of balloons obsolete so you got to get that if you've got uh, kids or grandkids that need to be entertained also magnetiles, indispensable if you have little guys that like to build or girls that like to build you know kids at least our littles get a lot of enjoyment from doing things they perceive the adults do actually they seem to enjoy it immensely more like mowing digging, and even trimming branches. Just a few ideas from our recently deployed bag of trips, and you're welcome. So that's what we've been up to since really August 1st, which was Tanner's birthday, and it's been fun times fo Show. Sure. And while having all that Tanner time, I also got plenty of time to think about some of the goals I have for myself and our family here. Tanner's mama and I had several conversations about these topics, and she asked me a great question, which I'm not sure I answered well at the time, but let me pose it to you. If you were to get a check, and let's say it was unexpected, so new money, for 20000 today, what would you do with it? Now, the answer to this question probably is different for every person who hears it, and there is no one right answer. You could and you should pray about it. But here's a tip. If you have clearly written goals that address each of the five main areas, so faith, family, fitness, finances, and fun, then the answer will likely appear much more easily and quickly than if you don't. I used to tell my peeps at the office that either they should write goals for themselves or someone else would do it for them, which means someone else would be director, <laughs> directing the trajectory of their work in their lives. And I saw this play out time and time again, especially, especially in the workforce leaders and supervisors are always planning ahead for the future and planning out the work and the people to do the work that needs to be done. So my opinion, it's always best if you like to have control over your future to spend the time and do the work on setting your own goals and being sure to share them appropriately so that you are working towards something that has meaning and purpose for you as a as opposed to um, just being a cog in the wheel and doing what someone else has laid out for you. So write out your goals. In this case, if you're presented with 20 grand and you don't have goals for saving, investing, tithing, spending, or giving, you can be sure that your spouse or your family or even your impulse-driven self will come up with suggestions or instructions on what to do with the money. Yeah? My advice always always have goals. It's like going to the gym, you want to have goals and you want to have them for each area of life to stay balanced and fit and strong. In the same way you would always work out your, let's say triceps. If you work out your biceps to stay in balance, you would always have goals that balance each other or complement each other. In the same way you create and execute a routine and a structure for your gym workouts, you do the same with your goals. Maybe you have a goal to set aside X amount of dollars this year and you have a goal to give away X amount of dollars this year. Or you have a goal to attend a Bible study this month and then you have a goal to discuss what you learn with a friend the next month. Or you might have a goal to help your kindergartner thrive online this year until school opens up for in-person learning, oh please Lord. While you also have a goal to join a fitness class to create space for enjoying some, quote, me time, in quote, away from the demands of home and family. When you make goal setting and getting a habitual part of your life, great surprises like, let's say, a $20,000 windfall could be leveraged for the goals that are already driving you to find more enjoyment and more fulfillment and more success in this life. Going back to the gym analogy, having sustainable and actionable written out goals for which you are accountable is like meeting up with your own personal trainer on a weekly basis at the gym. Your trainer would know what results you're seeking, the action steps to get you moving in that direction, and would be someone who holds you accountable for putting in the work to get her done. In this case, unless you have a person, you would be your own accountability partner. Well, you and your planner. So let's go back. You are handed a check for $20,000. You have your goals for faith, family, fitness, finances, and fun in front of you. Now you can see where it would give you the greatest reward, the greatest momentum, the biggest satisfaction. And go. Do the work, ladies. Do whatever it takes to create the space and the time in your world to follow the Goal Crafter system. And I believe it was episode three that it's laid out, or you can go to my blog. SharedGoalsConsulting.com. And then when you have those goals, you will know just what to do the next time you are in a position for a windfall of money, of time, of motivation, or energy. Make sense? Let's close today with a little prayer to the one from whom all good things flow. Father, thank you for this time with this special group of ladies. Thank you for putting the desire and the ability within us to set and pursue godly goals. Thank you for encouraging our hearts and our souls along the way. I lift each of these ladies up to you today and ask that whatever they need to enjoy success in this season, you provide it in full measure. Thank you for your grace, your mercy, and your blessings, which are new each day intercede in our lives as we seek you and submit to you. In Jesus' name, amen. That's it for today, ladies. Now go out and craft your goals. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com, where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.